0: Welcome to Season 3, Episode 8 of the Family Travel Australia Podcast. We are Paul, Katie and Jasper from the Feel Good Family. Join us as we explore this great country, Australia, its people, places and cultures. Welcome to this week's episode.
1: Hello
0: again. We've had a wonderful week, keeping incredibly warm up here in the tropics
1: Oh, it's just been amazing. The weather, oh, I'm so sorry. If you are somewhere right now that doesn't have the best weather or you are feeling the cold, we are feeling for you because we have had beautiful sunshiny days up here, 24 degree days, beautiful overnight temperatures. It certainly doesn't feel like winter, does it?
0: No, and it really makes you appreciate and understand that migration. yes. You know, of of humans.
1: Mm, and animals too, for that matter. <laughs>
0: yes, that make their way up, you know, past the tropics, even further north. It is absolutely beautiful weather and, uh, yeah, we're feeling very, very blessed, very fortunate this week.
1: Yeah, look, I tell you what, watching the little videos that have been coming through to us from our good friends down in Tasmania... ...of the snow on the mountains. Wow. I certainly feel better about watching them up here in the tropics.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh, look, there's nothing better than than visiting the snow. I'm not sure if I want to live in it, though. Yeah. You know, I think I'm a warm person, I've decided.
1: Yeah, I think so, too.
0: Okay, so this week we're doing something uh, a little bit different. We were tipped off to visit a really unique part of the Capricorn region an historic little township called Mount Morgan.
1: Yeah, it's about, what, 40 minutes sort of southwest of Rocky. Mm -hmm. So it makes a really easy half-day trip to head out there, explore, and still get back to your base in Rockhampton or your poon for that matter, which is exactly what we did, without it being a crazy long day as well.
0: Yeah, that's right. And it is absolutely steeped in history. Mm. Or as uh, a, a good guy that we met out there, a volunteer, Julian, said, oh, it packs a pretty good punch for a little town. It's huge <laughs> in history. And uh, he's, uh, he was spot on. Uh, it was actually really brought to fame around mining. Mm. And in particular at the time was gold mining. It commenced out there. They, they literally chopped off the top of Mount Morgan. That was in 1882. Uh, and it became... One of the richest gold mines in Australia. Incredible. And actually, for a period of time, it was the richest gold mine in the world. That is incredible, isn't it? it? It really is. They actually operated the mine for 99 years. And I love this word that I read. It said they declared mm. 225 tonnes of gold, 50 tonnes of silver, and a staggering 360,000 tonnes of copper.
1: Isn't that... Incredible, and like we, I think we all need to just stop and reflect a minute on how amazing Mother Nature is. I mean, that stuff came out of the earth. Mm. Amazing.
0: It, it, it is truly amazing, and that they declared it. I wonder what they didn't declare. <laughs>
1: Good question. I'm sure that there was a bit of that going on in every uh, mine <laughs> was, at the
0: time. I reckon there still is.
1: We had a, such a fantastic day and there is plenty to do out there that mm. I think will satisfy every member of your party, whether you're a family travelling or a couple going out. There's the Historic Museum. There's also a really big dam, the Number 7 Dam, that has, uh, I guess, space available it's a beautiful spot to go out and picnic mm. um, and splash about on a really hot day the highlight for us was walking over the suspension bridge
0: yeah now this is a a pretty interesting story as well it's called the private victor stanley jones
1: suspension bridge yeah <laughs>
0: it's, <laughs> it's actually a replica back in the day during the mining boom there were six of these bridges around town and it was really to act as a way to get the miners to and from their, their home. Uh, particularly if it was in times of flood, there's the D river that comes through town yes. and that meant that they could basically still get to work and it was, it was almost like used as a main thoroughfare to get in and around the different parts of town.
1: How incredible. I mean, the suspension bridge, it was not small. Imagine seeing back in the day six of those around Mm. town. It would have looked incredible.
0: Yeah, it's unfortunate that none of those actually have survived. But back uh, during the Centenary Federation, they rebuilt this one particular bridge, dedicated it to this private because he was, if I've got this correct, the first Australian soldier to be killed uh at war on a foreign soil which was actually in south africa so yeah a wonderful tribute to both the town's history and Mm -hmm. also this particular guy that was at war and lost his life so yeah,
1: it really is and look jasper loved uh walking or running across the suspension bridge but his definite highlight I think, goes without saying, the Railway Museum. Mm. What a fantastic experience. Again, if you have a train enthusiast like we do, then this is one of those places that you must stop at. And for $5.50 for adults Mm -hmm. to go in and experience the Railway Museum. Jasper was free. Um,
0: Yeah, I think kids four and over are $4.
1: Right. So, I mean, really, for for a minimal expense to go in and have such a great experience there and be able to – I mean, the railway station itself is just beautiful. Again, it's Mm. a a late 1800s built station. There were trains and carriages there that we could get in and around and explore – they also had a fantastic 3D uh, mini cinema set up that spoke to the history of the railway there and how how they used the railway and the trains as part of the mining efforts there, which was really interesting.
0: Yeah, it was a pretty big challenge back in the day to get the trains actually up that grade of mountain. Mm. And so they ended up using uh, a collective of brain power from parts of Europe and other parts of the world the French were involved as well to install this rack and pinion system which was really cool for Jasper because uh, Julian who who led the tour for us said now there's only one other rack and pinion system in Australia uh, do you know where that is and Jasper pipes up and says the West Coast Wilderness Railway in Tasmania
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, and he's like yes <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you could have asked Jasper one question that we could have guaranteed that he would have gotten right yeah. was that question. Yeah, definitely. You know, because he was so intrigued by the that rack and pinion. Mm-hmm. I think he likes saying it as well. Yeah. So
1: well, I think it cool. also made the experience feel even more special, having been to Tasmania and experienced the West Coast Wilderness Railway and learnt all about the rack and pinion system down there. Mm. It almost made it feel... Um, you know, like it was a, 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 a cousin, a sister experience yeah. that we were now in this tiny little rural town,
0: Yeah,
1: you know, learning about the same things. And
0: it was really lovely. Julian went and got the conductor's hat and the signal flag. I let Jasper dress up, mm-hmm. call out, all aboard, tickets please. And mm-hmm. that was, I think, what really added to the experience. Mm-hmm. Look, you could fly in and out of that place in, in five minutes But if you actually stop, take some time, there's a little wing of the railway station that's dedicated as a museum and look through all of those items Mm -hmm. and hear the stories from the the volunteers. It really is a a really great, you know, hour and a half experience. Yeah, I mean, we
1: were certainly there that amount of time And, and Jasper's imagination went wild and we just let him really enjoy exploring the carriages Mm. and the trains and he was even able to walk down along the old tracks and pretend Mm -hmm. to be a train and so he (laughs) just absolutely loved it.
0: Now there's also a number of other lookouts around town which uh, gives you a really good aspect back over Mm -hmm. this mining town and it's interesting you know you could literally drive through and go yeah this is just another dusty old town Mm. couldn't you?
1: Oh you could if you didn't know anything about Mount Morgan it yeah. is just a little rural town on the way to Rockhampton
0: yeah but if you like you know if you stop there's an, um i think only a handful of pubs left still in the town there's mm. about four pubs during the height of its Success and boom, there was, look, I think it was 37 pubs.
1: Incredible. It makes you wonder how they can even fit that amount of pubs in a town that small.
0: Hey, it reminds me of another highlight that I loved, another wonderful story from this town. They have this statue called Running the Cutter.
1: I love this story. This is great. Now,
0: a cutter is another name for the billy can, something we learned while we were out there. And while the mining was happening, the men would come home from work and on the way they'd stop at the pub. And so their wives were getting a little bit you know, fed up that they were getting home so late.
1: I can't imagine that at all.
0: And so they said, look, come home, and then we'll send one of the kids down with your billy can, with your cutter, and they can fill it up with beer. And so it started this trend where the kids would be running, getting the beer, not spilling a drop and bringing it back home. Also, the guys that weren't going home, that wanted to just hang around the the tree and have a good yarn, they were paying the local kids as well to do this. And it became this tradition.
1: So it's like it's a early days paper run for kids, right, I suppose? <laughs> you know, a good way to earn some pocket money.
0: <laughs> Look, they have continued this tradition today and they have an annual festival. Uh, the actual festival itself is called the Golden Mount Festival and they have teams of contestants, compete in a relay race to four of the pubs uh, and get the billy can filled with beer, relay that back and forth with the last contestant sculling down this billy can of beer to win
1: the race. It sounds – doesn't that sound like so much fun to – I don't know whether it sounds like fun to participate, but it certainly sounds like fun to be a spectator of, I mean, how many pints or schooners – would fit into a billy can. I mean, they're quite big, right?
0: Well, it was funny on the actual interp sign at the, the statue of the running the cutter statue. It said, with the men enjoying more than one before yeah, staggering back right. yeah. to their tent or home, <laughs> <laughs> so I guess there were a few. Yeah,
1: wow. Well, <laughs> well, after a full day working in the mind, you would anticipate that they would need a refreshing uh, cutter of beer <laughs> oh, at the end of the oh, day. Man,
0: talk about backbreaking, tough work.
1: Wow! And what I love is, alongside that, uh, running the cutter Interp in the main street. There is a number of other tributes and memorials to either people who have made an impact on the town or events that have taken place and for for a little town their beautification process and what they've done in that main street i think is fantastic
0: yeah i agree with you uh okay look we're going to leave mount morgan there for an absolute contrast
1: (laughs) from red to turquoise
0: Okay, so our next experience this week was glamping in paradise.
1: Mm, mm, amazing. And no trip to the Capricorn region is complete without a visit to the incredible Great Keppel Island.
0: Yeah, look, this is uh, a family favourite from season mm. one, but certainly Katie's, you know, number one choice of, of places to revisit. And Great Keppel Island... Uh, a quick bit of story about that. It is one of 13 islands that make up the Keppel Group of Islands. It is the largest in that chain of islands. It's almost 3,500 acres in size. 90% of that is native bushland. Mm-hmm. So it is an environment enthusiast dream destination. Mm-hmm. If you want to go and find somewhere where you can hike and do trails and access secluded beaches oh. i mean 17 beaches that are perfect white sand
1: squelchy white yes, sand you know right. the sand that makes the noise when you walk on it
0: yeah and we we've spoken about this back in season 1 it has a higher silica content within the sand mm-hmm. which gives it that whiteness mm. i mean it's amazing to see and when you look at the the pictures or the the vision that we shot for the youtube segment on great Keppel island the color that you're looking at on the screen is exactly the color that was picked up <laughs> by our cameras. Yeah, it is well, amazing. You know, I mean, that, that is amazing. There's mm. no, you know, color grading or, or trying to enhance any, anything, you know, hashtag no filter. Yeah. This place is, is absolute paradise.
1: It absolutely is. And what is so awesome is that it's only 35 minutes from the marina in Yapoon We headed out with Freedom Fast Cats, which was fantastic. And on the way back in, we crossed with Cable Connections. So there are a couple of different providers mm-hmm. that you can transfer over with.
0: And they cost the same price. Mm. It's $45 uh, for adults return. Yep. And, again, I think Jasper was free due to his age. He's not four yet, so that's a bonus as well.
1: Absolutely, and and so affordable whether you are going to stay on the island or whether you are going to day trip.
0: Mm. And we were fortunate enough, again, to stay at the Holiday Village oh, run by goodness. the fabulous host with the most, Jeffrey Mercer. Um,
1: well, look, there's so many things that we could say about Jeff, but his his passion for great Keppel island mm. and the fact that he has been connected to the island for
0: gosh oh, 40, 40 plus years Lo- longer years. than any other uh, tourism operator or provider he the sand is in his soul.
1: Yeah, it that is so beautiful, mm. and that definitely is right. And so, what he has created at the holiday village is in itself a unique and very special mm-hmm. uh, environment. So, if like what you said, Paul, if you if you love nature and the environment, if you love wildlife, if you love tranquility, and you know. Uh, the thought of going somewhere to relax and retreat uh, Mm. is is your kind of, you know, ideal getaway, Mm. Jeff's Holiday Village is without a doubt the place for you.
0: There are options on accommodation on the island, Mm. but what we love about the Holiday Village is that it's referred to as the quiet alternative.
1: Yeah, and they've coined the phrase budget boutique. Mm. Um, So they do have accommodation to suit every style of traveller. Last time we stayed on the island, we stayed in the lovely Dolphin Cottage, which we absolutely yeah, loved. This time, we stayed in one of their glamping tents, which, again, was a fantastic experience.
0: It was. I mean, we haven't done that uh, as a feel-good family. Mm-hmm. That was our first experience of glamping. Yeah. And I, I loved it. I mean, Jasper, he, he was buzzing. It's, yeah. You know, I mean, any kid who jumps into a tent, you know, you, you're starting them off. Off on a pathway of, of no return, you know. Like, um, I'm sure we're going to rough it a little harder than, you know, walking into a tent that had a, a, double, know, bed a in double bed. It. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he, he just thought, well, this is like the best cubby house ever.
1: Oh, yeah, without a doubt and they also have some little cabins and more dorm room style accommodation mm-hmm. as well great kitchen facilities you know the hammocks and the fire pit it's everything that you need without being over the top
0: yeah there's there's none of the i guess additional kind of value adds that that you know, skyrocket your expense at a, at a resort, mm. let's say. Uh, I love that Jeffrey says it's not a backpackers, but we accept people that are wearing backpacks.
1: Mm. <laughs> you know? And look, we saw all different types of people during our stay, particularly this time, people from all different walks of life and different stages of life as well. So there were uh, people younger than us who um, had been over there for you know a period of time and loving being on the island in that environment there were um, many people older than us as well who were there enjoying the peace and the quiet for their holiday so it really does cater for everybody
0: i could see great keppel island becoming a real haven for creative artistic type of people people who want to go and you know, scribe their next best release book or, you know, or, or yeah, or create something. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it really has that grounded um, yet still comfortable uh, ability to connect to the environment
1: you know definitely and i think that for us that was even more pronounced this time given the events of 2020 and the amount of angst and bombardment that we've all been up against as soon as we stepped off Mm. the fast cat onto that sand the island does something to you and it probably sounds all woo woo and airy fairy but there is definitely a piece about the island so like you say paul it's a it is a retreat. It's a retreat from everything in our normal lives, and that's what we love so much about it.
0: You reminded me of another thing Jeff said uh, while we were catching up with him on the island, and he said, you know, I, I really love to think of this place as a, a retreat. And he said, you know, think about that word, to retreat yourself. Mm. And I thought, yeah, that's no, good.
1: Yeah, it really is beautiful. And, of course, I mean, you cannot go past that crystal Clear, turquoise water that surrounds the island. Well, actually, that, you know, takes in this whole Southern Great Barrier Reef region.
0: Isn't that tagline great for the Southern Great Barrier Reef? Yes. Where great begins.
1: And it it literally is that great does begin here. Scooting around the island with Jeff in his boat, which we did last time we visited and were privileged again enough to do that this time we visited... To see the secluded beaches mm. and they're like literally looking over the side of the boat and down into beautiful coloured coral and the fish. And you and Jasper had the opportunity to snorkel again.
0: Look, the visibility is remarkable. It certainly is uh, at this time of year as well, I think. You know, winter, if you could really say it's winter. I mean, the, the water temperature I think is around 21 to 22 degrees um, so, I mean, certainly warm enough, Jasper to hop in. I, mm-hmm. I was surprised that, that he wanted to hop in. He's, he's not a real fan of, of the cooler water, but it, he was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but which brings me back to this opportunities that are abundant from an activities point of view. Yeah. You can choose your own adventure. You, you can do as little or as much as you like. Uh, they do provide, uh, snorkel gear, wetsuits. There's all the green zones so that you can, get around pretty well straight off the beach mm-hmm. or you can do a four-wheel drive tour. They can drop you over to one side of the island you can trek back or they can do a complete tour for you. Uh, you can get out in the boat. You can scuba dive. There's an activities hut. Mm-hmm. So really, if you you want to also have the adventure part of it, that's available as well.
1: Yeah, and you can also just hang in the hammock or find a beautiful spot on one of those 17 secluded beaches and do a whole lot of nothing as well. It is a self-catered holiday.
0: So, again, you can, you know, ring up Woolies, get online, or go and shop there. You can have it delivered to the ferry, Mm. your food for your duration there. There is a restaurant next door.
1: At uh, the hideaway.
0: Yeah, which we've had dinner at and, and a lunch at. They have a kid's meal menu, uh, which is a great uh, option yeah. as well. Uh, this time we really did more of the self-catering. Mm-hmm. We went very prepared. We yes. had meal planned and we used the communal camp kitchen and spoke with other travellers. And I loved that part of connecting to other people's stories is is a really amazing way to enhance your own experience and also you pick up ideas and thoughts and suggestions on on some other really you know cool travel opportunities or destinations that you may not have heard about or you know you may have missed
1: Mm. and i'm like i'm really loving the self-catering style of holiday same for pumpkin island as well It just makes it that much more affordable too when you go into a destination and you're you're planned and you're taking what you need for your meals during your stay with you. It limits the amount of money that you spend during your holiday Mm. or your getaway as well. And so it, it just makes it that much more affordable.
0: You know what? This week has really given us a reminder to find the beauty in all things, mm. having that sort of contrast uh, and also just to be grateful and have an attitude of gratitude.
1: Mm. And to share that especially with Jasper mm. and to, you know, instil that in him at such a young age. Um, I, I love watching him stand on the beach at Great Kebble Island and look at that sun setting over the water and, you know, hit Paul on the on the arm and say, Daddy, look at that. That's beautiful. Mm. And to see those moments in him, it does. It really makes you appreciative and grateful for we, the, the simpler things in life.
0: Yeah, perfectly said. And I also feel that we have been connecting and, and reminded this week of close friends and other family members in, in other parts of the world and in other parts of Australia that are back in isolation, dealing with lockdown again. Uh, and, yeah, it gave us a, a really good reminder to just be so thankful. And And we are thinking of you. If you're out oh, yeah. there and, and you're in that situation, you're hanging there. And we hope that we can keep bringing you some content around places that hopefully you, you'll be able to get out and visit again soon as well.
1: Absolutely. Keep keep dreaming, Keep making those plans.
0: Yeah, try and stay positive and look after yourself and your mental health.
1: So that about wraps up this week. Yes. Next week, though, full of even more goodness. Oh, an
0: absolute rip-up. Next week, we are going to talk you through our top 10 must-do, must-visit, must-add to your bucket list destinations and experiences in the Capricorn region.
1: So don't miss that. hmm We would love you to connect with us on our social media and our website, thefeelgoodfamily.com.au and you can find us on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube.
0: And make sure you check out our YouTube channel and subscribe to catch all of our weekly adventures every Sunday night, 6.30 p.m.
1: If you've enjoyed listening our podcast, we would love you to subscribe and please do share with anyone who you know is dreaming of travelling this great country.
0: All right, we look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks for listening. Dream big. Look after your family.
1: And happy trails.